The Devil Inside Me, Violated. Waking up one morning to find both of my older sisters gone was the worst feeling in the world. Why did they leave? What did I do? What did I do wrong? Why don't they love me? I'd been try- I tried so hard being a good brother. I know I could be a brat, but I love them. I love them so much. I wanted to be just like them. Well, other than being a girl. My sisters were the coolest. From singing and dancing on the back of chairs to Van Halen's jump on Saturday mornings or riding four-wheelers in the mountains in Red River, New Mexico, to going to Crystal's Pizza to play video games, the cool kids would always come over to see them. I wanted to be just like them. We were a big, happy family, all of us together. My grandma, my grandpa, my aunt, my uncle, my cousins, my brother... All of us, a big, happy family. And now my sisters are gone. What did I do? Every night was either filled with night terrors or the torture of hearing my mom and dad fight. The nightmare was always the same. It was my family sitting around a dinner table as men came in with shotguns, my dad's head being blown off, my brother being stabbed, my sisters being raped, and I being forced to watch. What made it even worse was physically feeling this dream every time. The nightmare haunted me over and over. Why, God, why? Why? What is this? The nights I heard my father scream at my mother, including all of the loud bangs, and the feeling that they would also leave me, haunted me as the night terrors grew worse. Before I would fall asleep, I thought of my older sisters, now gone. I felt so unwanted, so unworthy of love, and the only thing that brought me any relief was feeling pain. I began cutting myself just enough to leave a mark, but I was too big of a wimp to go deeper. Seeing my own blood brought me comfort. The first time I heard its voice, it told me, even though no one else loves you, I do and we will make them pay. I woke up one night to a blood-curdling scream. I ran out of my room terrified. As I inched my way down the hall, the noise got louder. I heard my father screaming at my mother and her crying as a crackling sound roared through my ears. I could feel it in my spine, and I was horrified that something awful had happened. I ran back to my room crying, and I hid my head under the covers. It was then I heard the voice tell me, I will protect you. Do not worry. I felt strangely comforted, yet I was still so scared, and I had no idea what was really going on. The next morning, I walked out of my room to see my mother crying on her bed. It was clear what had caused the crackling noise. The bedpost was snapped in half. When my mother saw me, she tried to dry her eyes and she told me everything would be okay. But I knew it wasn't. The neighborhood we lived in was close to school, so there was lots of kids of all ages around. Although I was the youngest, I was a bigger kid, so I always felt comfortable playing with the older kids. We played every kind of ball in our neighborhood. When we weren't outside, we were at each other's houses playing games, swimming, or creating some kind of mischief. The the Goonies was popular at the time, so pretend adventures became a way of life.
Summer days in Oklahoma averaged 90 degrees with a mosquito-loving humidity that made it insufferable at times. While storms were fun to watch, it was annoying because it ate into our summertime free from school, forcing us to be inside. One day we attempted to play baseball out on the street with some of the older kids, which abruptly ended when a storm blew in. Everyone bolted for their houses, except me. My parents were gone, and I was not done playing. The oldest boy of the group invited me and another guy over to his house to play video games. I was the last one I was the last one to enter the garage as the door started to shut to keep the storm from blowing in. Once I was fully inside the garage, I saw the oldest staring at me with a different kind of look on his face. Take off your pants. Take off your pants, he demanded. What? What? Why? Take off your pants. He repeated the command. Just then the other guy behind me grabbed the sides of my shorts, pulling down my pants and immediately put his finger inside me. The oldest boy pulled out his penis and said, suck it. I had just heard those exact words a few days before at one of the neighbor's houses. We had just escaped another storm to watch TV when one of the kids said, look what I found. I found one of my dad's pornos as he put the tape in the VCR. I had seen my mother naked before, but that didn't prepare me for what I saw on the screen. Two older people, naked together, doing things that I had never seen before. Suck it, I heard from the TV, and the sensations between my legs was something I don't ever remember feeling before. I had to touch myself. As the other kids were on the couch, I was sitting on the floor in front of the TV watching, mesmerized at the screen, and I was hypnotized by what I was seeing. What? I asked again. Put your mouth on it now. The oldest said as he grabbed my head and forced his penis into my mouth. He held my head there and pumped his hips at my face and I was being penetrated by the other guy from behind. The pain shot through my spine and my stomach hurt. What was happening? Moments later, I was covered in this creamy, sticky stuff. I was hurting, and I had no idea what just happened. I was in shock. I was scared. And I have no idea what just happened. I looked at the oldest in a stupor, and he said, If you tell anyone about this, I'm going to beat your ass. I'll tell everybody that you're a faggot. Do you want that? I didn't even know what a faggot was, but it sounded scary. And I knew that I better not say a word to anyone. I went home afterwards to see my parents had made it home. I know I spoke briefly to them, although I have no idea what we spoke about. I went to my room, shut the door, and laid in my bed and went through my head thinking about what had just happened. Then I felt something familiar between my legs and I began to rub myself vigorously. I had no idea what I was doing, but it felt good. Then the same creamy substance I saw in me earlier that day had come out of me. I was freaked out and felt dizzy, but a wave of euphoria also went through my entire body. What just happened? Oh. I got nervous immediately, felt fear, and ran into the bathroom across the hall to wash myself. In the bathroom, I did it again. My pain went away every time I practiced this ritual. 
As the weeks went on, I had a hard time being around the guys. I felt more and more awkward. They called me a faggot every so often, which ensured my silence, while at the same time made me sad because all I wanted to do was fit in. They were my friends, after all. And although I didn't know what happened, I just couldn't stop myself from thinking about it. My, dream, my dreams began to alternate between my family being murdered and men putting their penises inside of me. Even in my sleep, I felt the pain and fear rush through my body. Why does this feel so good while it hurts me? Why, why does what hurts me feel so good? At seven years old, I was obsessed with seeking pleasure in exchange for making the pain go away in any way I could dream up.